Welcome to Seeing Double Podcast. I am your co-host, Bradford Barth. And I'm your host, Stephanie Kretz. I didn't hear the little clicks. Did we really start? Yeah, I turned those clicks off. Oh, you foiled me. I did. I was like, whoa, what's, you're talking already. I was. <laughs> what's on the docket for today? Today we are talking about the 2009 movie called Moon, starring Sam Rockwell. Oh, very nice. I thought it was pretty timely considering he just won the oscar for best supporting actor Mm -hmm. a couple weeks ago and yeah he's also in iron man 2 which i also recently watched so he was in my brain already that's right he is an iron man he's justin hammer he is yep the the ceo of hammer tech (laughs) Uh yeah when he won the oscar i was like oh finally hammer industries does something (laughs) right (laughs) so you're ready to uh tell everybody about this Sure. Wow, you're just forcing me right into it. We're not going to have any playful banter. We can have playful banter. <laughs> How was your week? It was fine. Yeah? It worked. Anything exciting? Um, I don't know. I watched Thor again. Yeah? Because that's all I do. Is watch Thor? Is watch Thor. What women don't. <laughs> I mean, he is dreamy. Yeah, but I'm more about Bruce right now. Oh, are you? Yeah. What, Bruce or the Hulk? <laughs> The Hulk is like a big toddler. I, I, you know, you could that. have. I mean, I you want to adopt weird him. Things. I want to adopt him as my child. Yes. And It'd then, be hard to carry him around. Yeah. He'd carry me around. He probably would. In his hand. Uh-huh. It's all he'd need for you. Exactly. You're so tiny. <laughs> he'd just be like, oh, look at I have Steph. No <laughs> smash. No smash. <laughs> <laughs> What about you? How was your week? Uh, my week was good. Last week, um, I went to a swing evaluation for golf, and um, now I hit my irons great, but uh, my uh, driver, it's horrible. Just wretched, can't hit it. Welcome to our new podcast about golf. Then. <laughs> it's just something I've picked up over the past year, and I enjoy it. It's fun. It's relaxing. Good. And now it's broken. <laughs> so You're... hopefully those lessons will fix that <laughs> oh so you are bad at it i i'm better at a part of it okay and i'm worse at a part i was better at gotcha that's how lessons happen i think you know you True. you learn how to fix something and then it wrecks something else mm-hmm. so that's how i feel about a lot of my like doing uh when i go to my personal trainer and yeah it's like i ace one part of like how to do a deadlift but then i'm so focused on you know how my knees are moving and how my arms are moving that it's like oh i'm not doing this proper thing with my feet and then it's like yeah there's too many pieces to remember and well they also tell you that you need to shoulder length apart feet straight yeah uh back straight you know don't there's use your back steps in your brain that yeah i remember for any of these things well i'm just saying in general for your stuff too i'm sure there's a lot of different things you're trying to remember all at the same time oh keep yeah inside of your brain i think there's like a book about you know the thousand things you have to think of before you swing the club or something like that and i wouldn't know that's a lot of things to think about isn't it it's crazy maybe you should just do like and the only thing the opposite i can th- and think of it and like empty your mind and start meditating no when i do that i'm really bad oh <laughs> so you need to like think about all the things i think about like maybe 20 things <laughs> you know i have to and re- repetition you know, having a, uh, I've always made fun of it with sports people, how they have their little, uh, I'm going to call them, uh, ticks before they do their thing, but it's, it's there. It's something that happens. Mm-hmm. Like you, 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 you make this, uh, getting everything right by having a method in which you do it. Mm-hmm. And they're basically ticks, you know, you do this. Like I, I stand there, I, I bounce in my position I take a deep breath in, I exhale, I make sure my back is straight. Yeah. I make sure my arm is straight. And then I go through and I go through all the motions, make sure the club head's the right way. It's just it's nuts. And then if I do all that, it's a decent hit. If I don't do all that, <laughs> you don't know what's going to happen. Garbage. It's some it, funny things happen. Funny things happen. 
Yeah, I do the same thing. Pretty much all of my workouts, squats, deadlifts. Even when I'm about to jump rope like I did earlier today, I was like, okay, I got it. Well, this is more about my OCD of starting because I do like 20 or 30 second increments and I'm like, okay, I have to start on like an even number. Really? Like an, like a 30 or like a <laughs> at the zero <laughs> seconds. <laughs> Otherwise, it just throws me off because I don't want to do math while I'm doing jump rope. <laughs> God, if I start at one, I have to stop at what? Yeah, 31? Oh, Jesus, horrible. Why do I have to do do so much math when I'm doing workouts? Right. (laughs) That's not what, it's not a workout for my brain. It's a workout (laughs) for my body. Uh, That's great. But yeah, speaking of workouts, actually, this is a great segue. Yes. Because at the beginning of this movie, Sam Rockwell is running on a treadmill. He is. It's true. And we find out he is on a mining base on the moon. Yep. And they're mining H3. Which is? I'm assuming, assuming helium. <laughs> Three. I think I wrote down what they're doing later on in here. Did you? But, um, like, the details. But at first, like, there were just so many flashes in the beginning of this movie that I was mm-hmm. like, what? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> so I was like, I, I'll, I'll explain it more later, which I think they do. They so. do, yes. I also wrote down what year this was in, but I think that was later on in my notes. What year the movie takes place yes, in? Yes, it's 2035. Okay. Just FYI. All right. So we got some, again, we'll get there. We will. This is a little bit more of a uh, time, <laughs> what is the word? It's a little, <laughs> It's not as soon as like the island. Right. So <laughs> there's a little bit more breathing room for that to happen. Okay. <laughs> versus the island. <laughs> yes. And we'll lose all the cool things. Uh-huh. Like flying cars. Uh-huh. And maglev trains. Exactly. Because they're just sending one guy up to the moon to mine. To mine some stuff. H3. So, but the video did say something about the power of the moon and the power of our future. We're lunar industries and we provide clean power worldwide. Finally, clean power. You know? Yep. So, I guess the good news is all is not lost. At least in 2035. Exactly. We get there eventually. Yep. The world won't be dying of a heat death. Mm. Supposedly. Supposedly. Um, While he's running on his treadmill, he hears an alarm blaring. So he has to go outside to his moon car Mm -hmm. and go drive around to the moon. Drive around on the moon. He's already on it. In his moon hummer. So (laughs) when this first started, I was thinking about that Futurama episode where they go to the amusement park that's about the moon and they have that um ride and it's like the animatronics going we are whalers on the moon we carry our food <laughs> I, I don't remember that episode oh, really? it was like one of the earlier ones but that was all i was, could think about when he was driving his moon car which i'm just gonna call it a moon car just an fya call the moon suv it's got big tires but moon car is a cute is cute <laughs> okay you can call it a moon SUV. I am going to call it. Or a moon Hummer. I'm going to call it a moon SUV. Okay. Because it's moon got sieve. six tires. A moon sieve. Six massive tires. <gasps> it's a moon monster truck. <laughs> there we uh-huh. go. Yeah. It's quite spacious inside, too. It is. For a two-seater. So he drives his moon car <laughs> into the mining contraption vehicle thing and did this all happen on sunday 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 <laughs> here on Moonbase lunar the monster truck rally of a lifetime <laughs> um everything is running smoothly um we find out so he goes back to the base um we find out he's all alone on this base and he's missing some creature comforts since he's been there for three years mm-hmm he says something like, I'm talking to myself on a regular basis. It's really time to go home. He's got baby pictures everywhere. And there's, you know, there's a blonde lady in a lot of them. We yep. assume he's his, she's his wife. Yep. Um, all he really has to talk to is his robot, Gertie. And I made a funny joke about this in my notes. Because I was like, Hammer Industries once again fails to get something as cool as Jarvis. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Gertie is, like, so sad compared to Jarvis. He's just, like, this little box with an emoji. (laughs) Yep, yep. An emoji that changes. It does. Emotion throughout. Showing his mood. Uh Or his curiousness. Happy face. Sad face. Yeah, the squiggly line one. What's the squiggly squiggly line one called? That one's, like, the ooh, the anxiety face. It's the ooh. You're finding out things you didn't know face. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. 
and voiced by uh, Kevin Spacey. Yeah, we won't. We won't talk about that. <laughs> I think it's just funny that this is a movie that takes place in space, and it's Kevin Spacey. Oh, funny. It's a bad joke. Yeah. Let's All just right. not talk about Kevin Spacey, because it's bad. Well, badness. let's get back to it, Steph. Moon us. Let's get back I, to... Sh- Sorry. <laughs> speaking Phrasing. Of, speaking. No, no, no. Tell us of Moon. Speaking of that, the next scene is his butt. <laughs> he does <laughs> Moon <shower>. us. <laughs> I just wrote his butt in all caps because was, it was so unexpected. Nice. <laughs> it was unexpected to see his butt or I was, a butt? I, his butt. I mean, a butt in general. But mm. I mean, his was the only <laughs> butt around. <laughs> you just can't stop saying butt all of a sudden. <laughs> but. <laughs> Let's but. go on. <laughs> um, Sam Rockwell's character name is also Sam, probably yep. because maybe it's easier. It's easier, yeah. Sam is feeling sad. Sad face emoji. Yep. Um, there are no, there's no lunar communication. It seems like he can't have a a live connection with the Earth, so he just has to like he can't communicate directly with them, so he has to send messages and then wait for messages to come back to him, and it's very isolating right via saturn i believe yeah so apparently the antenna or the communication array on the light side of the moon is broken mm-hmm. but the communication array on the dark side of the moon is not broken so they're bouncing signals off of saturn they say but is saturn always visible i doubt it dude i don't know maybe they have different little communication spots on all the different planets so there's always a or maybe it's a satellite they called Saturn. Who knows? Maybe. I feel like because later on they go to all these different satellites. So Yeah, but we find out what those are really about. That's true. Okay. He gets a haircut They're and called shave. antenna, by the way. Antenna? Yeah. All the antennas. I scared myself with my own shadow. I was like, look at a bug. What? It's just my arm. <laughs> Calm down. Um, he so yeah, Gertie gives him a haircut and a shave, and he looks like himself again with a floby. <laughs> a floby. Haven't you seen those? I just old, like that word. It's a floby. It's a hair cutter on a freaking vacuum cleaner. Oh yeah. It was called. It's called a floby, right? I don't know. I just that sounds right. And sure. Gertie's sitting there vacuuming his head, cutting uh-huh. his hair. It's great. It is great. It's funny. He gets a message from his wife, and it's really sad, and she gets their daughter to say you know hi on the message Mm -hmm. how old was she she was like maybe two i would say okay i'm i'm imagining because he had pictures of her while she was pregnant yep with her as with her pregnant so i'm assuming but he had pictures of her too well i suppose if you had a photo printer up there you could yeah i'm sure like they he probably was able to get like print out photos but um this is the future after all yes but this doesn't really matter because of other things that are going on anyway. So Exactly. <laughs> we but, don't care that Gertie develops photos for you. No. But at least he's really happy because he only has two weeks left on this place and he can go home. Mm-hmm. Which is good because he's going a little crazy. He's named all his plants. Doug, Catherine, Ridley, Davey. He's watching Bewitched a bunch. Which, it's another doppelganger show, which is kind of a fun little... Mm-hmm. We'll get there one day. We'll get there because I love Bewitched. Um, while he's uh, watch, while he's like making tea, he sees a woman sitting in his chair, and then he freaks out, and then he spills his tea all over himself and burns it, burns himself. I think he moved his cup and then got his hand underneath the floor. Yeah, yeah. So he got a pretty nasty burn. Um, but then when he looks, he's gone. She's gone. Yep. So this, I've never seen this movie before. We before I watched it on Sunday. Same. I've always wanted to watch it. And it turned out to be a very different movie than I expected because the way these things are happening, I uh-huh. thought it was going to be a little bit of like a horror movie. Right. Because, you know, you see some creepy shit and you're all isolated and your space is scary. And right. So it's just interesting how my... You, how you I, went straight to horror? I went straight to horror. I always go to horror. Instead of his mind playing tricks on him from isolation. That can be horror in a way. It can be. I agree. I always go to worst case scenario brain. So. Well, <laughs> that's, that's how I roll. That's comforting. <laughs> it is, isn't it? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> it's not exactly. Not at all. <laughs> While he's recording his daily report message, he sees a strange flash of what looks like 
himself and but he's bearded and long hair talking to Gertie. But it right. just like goes away really fast, so he's like, whatever. Um Yeah, he says the council's freaking out. Yeah. Or being glitchy or something. Something in that vein. Right. Um, so yeah, there's apparently a problem with the mining vehicle or something, so he goes out to check on it. Or maybe no, he's just doing I think his regular it had, it had another full canister. Oh, okay. So he has to go out every time it fills a canister, he goes out, retrieves one, replaces okay. it with an empty, and then brings it back and they ship it back to Earth. Thank you for always paying attention to the technical stuff that I just bloop no blast problem. right over because I'm like oh, this isn't important. I am the yin to your yang, <laughs> yin yin to your yang. Uh huh. So so he goes. So while he's going out to do that to empty the canister, mm-hmm. correct? Mm-hmm. Um, retrieve the canister. Retrieve. Sorry, retrieve the canister to empty it. To send it back to earth. To send it back to earth. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even paying attention then. Wow. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <sighs> he sees a person in his field of view, and then he accidentally crashes his car, his moon car. Yep. And then he Into wakes the up massive in the harvester. And then he wakes up in the infirmary. Yep. With Gertie. And Gertie's asking him if he remembers what happened. And then he uh he gets up. He goes back to sleep for a while. Then he gets up again, and then his leg muscles are a little tired. Yeah. Maybe a little atrophied. A little. He hears Gertie talking to someone in the background, and as he kind of rounds the corner, Gertie cuts the feed when he spots him. Right. He's, he lies to him and says the live feed still isn't working and that he was just recording a message. Right. A status message. Mm-hmm. Sam goes to sleep. Mm-hmm. And then he has a dream about his lovely wife, but then he sees another Sam reaching for him under the bed. And wakes up with a start. Oh, so that's okay. That is, yeah, okay. That is uh, his dream. Mm-hmm. I gotcha. A scruffy Sam, too, right? Didn't Very he have scruffy the beard Sam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I didn't catch that was a dream sequence thing, but it was. Uh-huh. My brain didn't remember it. <laughs> oh, well. That's what I'm here for. Yep. To remind you of all of these weird details. Whereas I remember now that we know that's a dream sequence. In the technical fashion, is he was wearing a spacesuit. <laughs> he was what? He was wearing his spacesuit. Ah, yeah. Without the helmet. I don't remember what the council or whatever was telling him, but I do know that one of the guys is from IT crowd. <laughs> that is what I noticed. From the Earth side? Yeah. Really? Yeah, it was the the boss from IT crowd. The Oh, yes. That guy. No, I'm going to watch this again. I can't remember what his name is. Neither can I. But you know how I'm talking about the very yes. happy guy. <laughs> it's all about teamwork, people. <laughs> Internet. Internet. <laughs> Internet. When they told him they put the Internet on his computer, he just had to talk to it. Yeah. Yeah. That guy. He's great. Yeah, he is great. He's in it for like five seconds. <laughs> because of his crash, they don't want him to do any work for, a, you know, they just want him to lay low. And right. he is not about that. He wants to find out. Oh, he's getting suspicious after he saw the live feed thing. As was I. Same. You know why I was getting suspicious? Why? Because he was not questioning his two weeks. How long have I been out? For several days. If I had two weeks left on the moon base and I had been out for several days, well, how many more days till I have to mm-hmm. go home? Never comes up. Yeah. It's like, uh, what? I wonder but why. you were so excited to go home. Why are you not talking about going home? I wonder. <clears throat> well, wonder no more. <laughs> we will tell you why. So he, <laughs> yes, we will tell you. I will tell you. He breaks something in the ship so that he can go outside and take a look. Yep. Gertie is very much like, you can't go out there. Sam, it's bad. Sam, you're not allowed. Sam. You're not healthy enough. Yeah. I am here to protect you, Sam. Yes. Eventually, he relents and Sam goes outside. Yep. Takes his... He notices that one of the space space suits is gone. Uh Uh-huh. Because he automatically went to the left. Right, to grab a space suit. But it was not there. there. Yep. So then he turned and went to the right and grabbed the other one. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. He gets in his moon car. I read that as differently. Did you? Uh Uh-huh. What did you read it as? I will tell you when I can okay. tell you. Because I can't tell you yet. 
Spoilers. Spoilers, exactly. <laughs> um, he drives to the site of, well, he sees the crash, so he goes to it. Yeah, well, he was going to check on the harvester that was offline. Yeah. Which, he only asked about the one. There's supposed to be four on there, and there was another one that was offline that is never questioned. Hmm. But the one on top was flashing a different message, and I didn't pay attention closely enough to what that was, so maybe on a rewatch I will pay attention closer. Yeah. I didn't notice, because I didn't notice that stuff. <laughs> well, I was too excited why, about what was going to happen. That's why I come here. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> don't giggle at that. <laughs> <laughs> at what? I was giggling at my why I come here joke. Okay. Definitely not at your um. Um, you're almost about to giggle. <laughs> I'm just smiling. I see it over the spit muffler. Stephanie. What? How are you feeling? <laughs> are you a robot now? Are you okay? Are you an emoji face? <laughs> Nobody. This is great listening. <laughs> no one can see what's happening. <laughs> um, so he drives to the harvester, but then he notices there's a crashed moon car. Yep. He goes to check it out. He gets into the car, and he sees there's a body inside of it, inside of a spacesuit. And it's him. <gasps> dun, 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 dun. So anyway. Now that we know uh-huh. there's a body out there. Yeah. I thought he was going to get the suit he always gets. That's that's how it that's how it played out in my head. That's how it played out in my head too. That's why he turned to the left automatically. Yeah, that's and and then thinking. he made the look like what 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 happened with it. Yeah, like wondering where it was. But then see, so that's what I thought. Uh-huh. Later I'll explain why that's wrong. <laughs> okay. I love when you tell me I'm wrong about something. No, 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 no. Why it's wrong to think that way. Oh, okay. Because we're both wrong that we thought that way. Oh, okay. We'll see. We will. <laughs> we'll see. Oh, trust <laughs> This time I'll be right for once. <laughs> we should start keeping a count how many times Brad is right. Brad will have like one. <laughs> Stuff will have like five million. Uh, it's great for my ego. Uh, maybe not so much for yours. <laughs> I'm okay with being wrong. So I'm not. <laughs> I'm a man. We are bred to know that we're wrong all the time when women are involved. Right? Right. Sure. <laughs> maybe not always wrong. <laughs> so they take. Uh, so Sam takes. This guy that looks like him back to the infirmary and he wakes up and has a very similar conversation about that Sam had when he woke up about him suffering an injury. Mm-hmm. And the Sam that found him is kind of peeking in the room and Sam that's on the table is like, is there someone in the room with us? And Gertie's like, nope, <laughs> don't worry about it. Um, There's nothing to see here. Move along. Move along. So... So I called him Damage Sam because we didn't have a I didn't have a mental way to distinguish them yet. Right. <laughs> crash car crash Sam. There you go. Gets up and sees jump roping Sam. <laughs> hmm And he's very confused. He asks Gertie, "Who's the guy in the rec room? Where did he come from? Why does he look like me? And what's his name?" And Gertie tells him it's Sam. Sam Sam Bell. Yep. He's like, "Who am I? You are Sam Bell." Yep. He goes to the bathrooms, kind of having a freak out. And draws a bunch of smiley faces on the wall and starts muttering about two weeks yep. over and over again. Uh-huh. He's having a mental breakdown. Okay, so now, Car Crash Sam, I'm going to call him Sam Sam 1. Okay. The other one's going to be Sam 2. Okay. Just Which so one's going to be Sam Genji? What? <laughs> Sam Gamji? Yeah. I thought you said Sam Genji. I, I probably like, did. Is this an See? anime? <laughs> this is where I'm wrong again. <laughs> is this an anime rapper? <laughs> So <laughs> Sam 1 goes to talk to Sam 2, and Sam 2 says he's been there for a week. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm not the clone. You're the clone. <laughs> yep. It's cute. I don't know. I like this part Sam 2's telling Sam 1 he's a clone. Yeah. Yeah. And Sam 1's like, you know, you're a clone, too. Like, they just, they don't understand, because they both think they're the OG. Right. Um, well, Sam 2 thought he was the OG. Right. Until he met Sam 1. Right. And Sam 1 assumes he is the OG because he's been there for so long. Can you imagine how bad that space base must smell? I don't really want to imagine. I mean, they have showers and everything. 
but every meal scene, the guy's eating beans. And I'm just, <laughs> there must have been so much gas going on there. Yeah. You know, just playing that I'm butt sure trumpet. there's an air filtration system. But still, man, beans. Butt trumpet, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> um, and when they're running, I don't know about you, but if I've had beans and I go running, you can't stop that from escaping. <laughs> I don't eat beans, so I don't have this problem. Oh, why not? I don't like beans. They're the musical fruit. I know. The more you eat, the more you toot. Yep. So you're supposed to eat your beans at every meal. My, one of my <laughs> relatives has a, has a big sign that just says toot on it. I don't know why, but. Just toot? Just says toot. T-U-I-T. I thought you spelled toot. T-O-O-T. Mm-mm. Isn't, oh, T-U-I-T. Okay. Rhymes with fruit. Toot. Okay. Spelled the same way. At least that's how. I've, I grew up knowing how to spell That's how I grew up spelling it. That's probably the way you do spell that, toot. Mm. I feel like toot toot is T-O-O-T, like yeah. the train noise. Exactly. There you go. Well, now that we're done with the bean talk. <laughs> so, he tra- okay. so Sam 1 thanks Sam 2 for saving his life. Uh, he asked him to shake his hand, and I assumed that this was so that he could make sure he wasn't hallucinating, <laughs> and he wanted to know that he was actually there. It might that might be a, a valid. That's what I assumed because yeah. I didn't know, I didn't know what kind of double this movie was. I didn't know if it really was a hallucination or if it was you know other things. Right. Um. So so when Sam refuses to shake his hand, I was like, oh, what is like what is it? They have a cute conversation. Where Sam one says, "You look, you look just like me. It's incredible." And Sam two says, "Why do I look like you? Why don't you look like me?" <laughs> and Sam one says, "Okay, we look like each other." Yep. I thought that was cute. That was pretty cute. Um, they play ping pong, which I appreciated. It's like another one of those instances of a uh, nice separation, separation uh-huh. kind of thing, like centerpiece of a of a on the screen to be able to copy them. Did more they easily. play together? They played together. They were each on one end of the table playing. I must have missed that scene when I was checking on dinner. And Sam 1 was losing to Sam 2. Well, Sam 1 was injured. He was. He's also been around for a while. Three years almost. He's, yeah. They're playing... What are they doing? Well, when I out. came back, Sam 2 was practicing ping pong while Sam 1 was working on his model. On his little things, yeah. On his models, thank you. And I noticed there was an X-Acto knife, and so I was like, oh, another, I was like, oh, Chekhov's knife? And I was worried about it. <laughs> it's like, you don't introduce you have these weapons. You have this obsession with Chekhov. Well, because movies and shows always introduce some kind of weapon, and if it's just there and it's not used for a while, you know it's going to come back at some point. Why is it called Chekhov? Because it's Chekhov's gun. It's like you'd never introduce a gun into a narrative unless you're going to use it. You only introduce it if it's going to play a part later. That's just really? like that's like a narrative thing. So how do you explain Chekhov on Star Trek? I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't watch Star Trek, Brad. None of them? Not even the new movies? I watched the whale movie. That's <laughs> That's as much as I care to watch Star Trek. Star Trek. The whale movie. I watched. Coming to a theater near you. I watched the first new one, but I just don't really care about Star Trek. I just don't really like it very much. Well, okay. Sorry. You're a Star Wars girl. I am a Star Wars girl. You're one of those can't really cross the line people. I've tried. Whereas I'm a. I just don't care about it. Make everybody angry person. Yeah, you like. With my Star Trek shirt that says Star Trek in the Star Wars font. Uh Uh-huh. I saw a shirt this week uh, of a cool guy he had a uh super cool guy it was a star trek star wars shirt and it was um who's on it it was uh picard and Riker, and Riker was doing the face palm which you probably know from the meme Mm -hmm. and picard was saying something or looking at uh i think they were playing cards and then you had general uh what's his name it's a that's trap What's his name? Admiral Akbar. Admiral Akbar, thank you. Admiral Akbar, and I don't even remember who the other person was, but it was a cool little Star Trek Star Wars mashup. Cool. Continuing. I just thought I'd throw that in there. Cool. 
I don't know, to make it seem like relevant, I brought up Star Trek for some reason. Because <laughs> of Chekhov. It all comes back to it's Chekhov. Chekhov. He's a- so Chekhov's exacto knife. So Chekhov's exacto knife is in there. Um, they talk a bunch about their shared memories. They discover that they both know about, you know, the wife and, but he doesn't know about the baby. The Sam two doesn't know about the baby, but Sam one knows about the baby. Right. So that must be a narrative thread. That anyway, I won't. Never mind. That we'll happens. We'll get there. Yeah. So there's talking. Blah blah blah. They hear the command central tells them they're sending a rescue unit to save him in a few hours. Right. I think it's 17 hours or something. I don't remember. It's a really, it's like. It's a long countdown. It's a good, maybe it's 48 hours. I don't know. It's a good amount of time, but they're counting down the whole movie basically. Yes. From this point. Uh, maybe it was 48 hours. I think it was 48 hours because they have to get there. It's the fucking moon, so. <laughs> <laughs> and as we all know, it's a little farther away in the future than it is now. Yeah. So it adds an hour. <laughs> <laughs> moon <laughs> MST moons moon standard time. Yes. <laughs> uh. They start having a fight or something and I don't remember which oh Sam two says you're a fucking clone, you don't have shit. And Sam one says, I'm the original Sam. I'm Sam fucking Bell. Yep. That might have been reverse. I didn't write down which Sam said which, so anyway, they're yelling at each other and uh-huh. dropping F bombs. Which leads to fisticuffs. But before that, Sam oh. 2 starts investigating the, or Sam 2 thinks there might be some other clones. So they've decided they're clones. This right. is what they've decided. Oh, that's right. And Sam 2 is going to find a secret room on the find, base. Yeah, he wants to, he's convinced there's got to be other clones there, especially since uh, Sam 1's, you know, very detailed model of his hometown was he doesn't remember doing all of it. Uh-huh. So he figures there must have been a Sam before him that started it. Right, and how did I get here so quick? Yeah. If you only got hurt a few days ago, mm-hmm. and it's taking them 24, 48 hours to get here. Right. So he starts tearing apart the base, assuming there's got to be clones stashed away somewhere, but he can't find anything. So then they start having, they break into fisticuffs, and then here comes the exacto knife. They start fighting over it, but then it gets kicked away, so it's fine. Yeah. It doesn't actually ever do Because he won't put anything. it down. It won't ever actually, it doesn't actually do anything, but it does come into play in the fight, which I assumed it would. It does. And then, because Sam wants to look under the big model thing, because he's like, maybe the clones are under the model, and Mm -hmm. Sam 1 is all mad, and that's why they start fighting, and then Sam 2 pushes over the model, and they fight more, and then there's blood everywhere, Mm which is like friggin' gushing from Sam 1's face. I was like, jeez, I like, that's when I thought he like stabbed him in the eye or something with the exacto knife. I was like, what is happening? Why is there so much blood? I just thought, because he had that cut on his forehead from when he got into the accident with the monster truck, and uh, he, uh, I just thought he like ripped open stitches or something, and we all know head wounds bleed a lot. Yeah, I mean, that's true. That's probably what happened, but in the moment, I thought like something very bad had happened. Yeah, because <laughs> there was just a lot of blood. It was a lot of blood. Um, they in tried... fact, Sam too makes a comment about all the blood yeah. and how he didn't even hit him that hard. Right. They try to talk to Gertie, but he's kind of being a shifty little bugger, and he won't really answer their questions directly. Right. But he finally tells Sam one that he woke up in the infirmary after a crash, and Sam remembers that. Mm-hmm. But then Gertie explains that there was no crash and that it's just a standard procedure for clones to have their mental stability and physical health tested. And that's why he was kept in the infirmary. Yes. And told that lie. Sorry, this was Sam too that he was telling it to. Yes. Um, he says Gen- genetic abnormalities and minor duplication errors in the DNA can have considerable impact. And that his wife and child are just implanted memories uploaded from the original Sam. Yes. Sad face, cry emoji. <laughs> That's what he had on his little monitor. Sure, <laughs> he told them that. <laughs> Those emojis are great. <laughs> it was very funny. So then they just kind of start hanging out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Sam one's playing music and pissing off Sam two, like yep. walking on sunshine, and they're just kind of yelling at each other, kind of being like weird clone brothers. I don't know. Uh huh. Eventually, Sam 2 tells Sam 1 that Gertie was having, that he saw Gertie having a live conversation with the base. 
and that everything is a big lie. Possible because the array is broken. Right. And Sam too is convinced that the satellite must be fine. So why are they claiming it's not working? Like, what's the deal, yo? Right. So they go on an adventure. (gasps) Adventure time into the moon, onto the moon. So they go on an adventure. They go in, out in their moon cars and leave the perimeter. Sam starts getting super duper sick while he's in his spacesuit and starts vomiting up blood. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, it's not a good sign. I feel like that's the worst time to ever vomit anything is when you have a, you have a helmet big on. helmet on <laughs> and you can't take it off. He was in the uh, car. He could take it off in the car. No, he was standing outside. Oh, this was when, that's right. This is when he, he was, was standing outside. outside when he vomited and then when he got he found back in the car. Base two or three or four or something? Something like that. At this point, I thought it was going to be another base where they were doing uh, mining. Oh. Uh, and then he was going to run into another Sam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nope. um, he goes back to base and lets Sam 2 deal with everything. Um, he's really not doing super well at this point. He's vomiting yeah. up more blood and he like one and one of his teeth, teeth comes, comes out, out, which is like one of my least favorite things to witness in any television movie thing. Is when teeth come out? Teeth. Pulling teeth out. Stop making that face, please. <laughs> I'm just grossed out by the idea. Yep. Teeth? Yeah fingernails uh-huh. is a thing and i just watched and that. yet you like horror movies i love horror movies and that's probably one of the best gags in horror movies is a fingernail being torn off as you grab your hand into the into the into the wooden floor that and the guy's pulling you away like torture via fingernails oh like i just watched that shield episode where bobby is getting the giant needle shoved up mm-hmm. her fingers <laughs> gross can't deal with it yeah also ears things in ears and things in eyes i can't deal with that okay those are my those are my things that i just am like no thank you teeth things under fingernails things in ears Uh and things in eyes yep all right (laughs) everything else is fine so in one of the Batman movies, when the Joker says he's going to do a magic trick to make the pencil disappear, you are not a fan. <laughs> I don't even know what it is, but I know. I mean, I know what it is, but I don't want to think about it. <laughs> or in like Scream Two, when the guy's listening in the the bathroom stall, <laughs> yep, freaking knife in his ear. Uh-huh. I like horror movies that aren't like super violent, and they're more mind scary benders. Yeah. Yeah. Like the witch or something. Yeah, that are stressful. Stressful. And not too I don't need like torture porn. Right. In my horror movies. That's what a lot of those things are. Yeah, those suspense ones are sometimes worse. Because you're just waiting for the shoe to drop. Yeah. That's why I like those. It never drops. Those are fun. (laughs) Um, You're left with some guy standing in a corner. Freaking Paralyzed in fear. Are you talking about Blair Witch? Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, we watched that at Halloween. That was fun. And then we tried to watch what was it, the second one, and it was so bad. Yeah, there were no snot bubbles. It was really dumb. Just goes <laughs> to show you can only make a fake movie that's good once. <laughs> For those of you who want to make Blair Witch three or four, maybe don't. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, I feel like space is another. That's why I thought this was a horror movie because so many things take, so many horror movies take place in space, like, like life, alien, aliens. Yep, and life. I have not seen that one. And the and the you haven't seen life. Uh-uh. It came out in the last couple of years, I think. Mm. And um, the astronaut's wife. Mm-mm. I haven't seen that one. Wow. Space stuff freaks me out, actually. Yeah. I don't like the, like when I saw Gravity, I did not like that. Like it was a good movie, but I don't like that ominous void thing. It just freaks me out. So you don't want to go to Mars? No, thank you. Okay. (laughs) I'd go in a heartbeat. Have fun. Recording our podcast would be really hard. Yeah, let's maybe not do that. I'll have to find a new host, maybe. No, I'll just beam it back. Okay. You'll just have to wait several hours for my reply. Oh, great. Yeah. And then I'll email you the file, because obviously we'll have to record and then I'll take ourselves. Twenty-four hours. Yep. 
And then when you get it, it'll be, and so no, what you have to do, you'll have to email me podcast. the file, <laughs> and then I'll have to edit it, and then I'll send the edited one back. Mm. Yeah. Again, it'll be our an annual podcast. You're right. <laughs> Come with me weekly. to Mars. I don't know. I don't want to go to Mars. <laughs> I'm scared. I don't even like flying in planes. I don't want to fly in a spaceship. Unless so we've, it's Firefly. So we've lost a tooth. <sighs> yeah, that's right. And vomited some blood. So he goes to uh, the computer and he's trying to type in a password for some info. And then, but he keeps he keeps failing it, or he keeps getting it wrong. So Gertie types it for him. I thought him. he said access denied. Well, I mean, yeah, basically. Because yeah. um, even slows down to make sure he's putting in his password right. Yeah. But he apparently doesn't have access to what he's looking for. Yep. But the ominous hand of Gertie. Bloop. Types in a password for him. Mm-hmm. And then he's able to view uh, the Sam logs, mm-hmm. which is basically lots and lots of different Sams, different iterations of Sam. In their last final days yes. or hours, actually. So it's like lots of sick Sams, and we see one going into a deep sleep pod, air quote. Um, I think we see a couple, actually. Yeah, and we're told that... This pod will, he's going to go to sleep because his time's up on the base and he's mm-hmm. going to go back to Earth. And as soon as he wakes up, he'll be back with his family and everything will be hunky-dory. Right. So Sam goes to the pod, Sam 1. He turns it on and kind of knocks around on the floor a bit. It sounds kind of hollow. Hmm. Mm. He finds something to pry open the floor with just as Sam 2 is coming back. Yep. And he's like, hey, man, I found your secret room. <laughs> yep. And Sam, too, is telling him how he, uh, he uh, wrote down the coordinates for more antenna he had found. Mm. Good. Good job. Well, you know. I don't remember that part. I have to do the technical work on this one. Okay, do all that heavy lifting. <laughs> right. Not, not the whole rest of the movie. <laughs> no, just the technical stuff. You know, notice the car. <laughs> Giggle about some science thing. Science, biatch. <laughs> uh, they go down uh, into the secret room, and then mm-hmm. they find a bunch of Sams in drawers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they pull one out, and it's like, oh, there's a Sam. This um, is why I was wondering how old his daughter was in the recording. I have info about that. Okay. I have that stuff in my fun facts later on. Yeah? My fun clone facts. <laughs> okay. This was just me. And I think I figured out how long it's uh, been. Well, that's why I was going to say my numbers are all Like, I shouldn't be calling them Sam 1 and Sam 2. I should be calling them something else. But uh-huh. I'll get there. We will. They realize that, yeah, the Sams have an, clearly have an expiration date. And it's about three years. And Sam's is running out. I have a theory on that, too. Okay. Care to share? When we're doing Later on? fun okay. things, yeah. Okay. Sam goes out. Sam 1 goes out in the moon car and reestablishes a comm connection. And then he calls home. And a young woman yes, answers. Because they had, they had f- earlier had come up with the plan that maybe these antenna were causing, were uh, interfering. So they were, they were in a man-made dead zone from jammers. That was it. Jamming. Jammers. So if, if, he got out, if he got out past one of those he would be able to link up and he was right indeed um he calls his house and a young woman answers he says he's trying to reach tess who is his sam's wife mm-hmm. um but the young woman says that she passed away several some years some years ago right she's and he's like how do you know and she says well i'm her daughter and mm-hmm. he asks how old she is and she says she's 15 and he says... And he starts calling her sweetie. Yeah, he says, how did mommy die, sweetheart? Um, and then she calls for her dad, and then we hear Sam's voice in the background. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, oh, blah, blah, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Hang up. Awkward. <laughs> he's very upset now, and he clearly just wants to go home. Mm-hmm. But You know what I noticed? What? In the future, space laptops aren't allowed to close. They have to be open all the time. Hmm. There was no hinge on that bad boy. 
Yeah. Made it very awkward to carry. I mean, he had to get a really big bag to put it in. Could you imagine trying to commute every day with a laptop that can't close? Yeah, that would suck. It would drive me mad. (laughs) I would break it in a a minute. Well, that one was obviously like one of those tough ones, you know. I don't think you could break that one. It looked like a Nintendo, like a DS. Yeah. Like a bigger DS. Like the original? Yeah, maybe. Okay. I don't know. It just Without a hinge, though. It just looked clunky it like a DS. Hingeless. Yeah. So we find out that Sam is definitely dying, basically. Mm-hmm. Also, for like the last several minutes, he's been wearing this stupid moon hat. <laughs> <laughs> and I wrote, Sam 2 finally takes the stupid moon hat off of him. <laughs> I think I was just so relieved that it wasn't on anymore. I hated that stupid thing. Um... <laughs> Yeah, he's. <laughs> it's where your hearing things are, and they have the mics built into it. Yeah. Yeah. It's In real moon, ones, I'm it's just a saying. Moon hat. Yeah. <coughs> um, he's all cuddled up in bed, and Sam's trying to take care of him. Sam two is trying to take care of Sam one, who's dying. Um, Sam two goes and sees the call that Sam made, and now he's all sad, too. Uh-huh. Everyone's sad. It's very sad. It's extremely sad. This movie is like... Even Gertie's sad. I know. Sad face emoji on Gertie. <laughs> Gertie tells Sam, too, that new clones can only be awakened after a three-year contract has been completed. Right. Um, and he wants to wake up... Another Sam, too, one. wants to wake up a new clone so that the other... so that him and the other Sam won't die. Right. Um, Sam, one, wakes up at some point he's so he's just real sick blows his nose his blood shoots out of it Mm -hmm. it's gross he just lays in the shower with the water running on and i was like hashtag relatable yeah (laughs) you've done that too isn't that so relaxing (laughs) just chilling with warm water or i just like sit there i just sit on the sit on the floor of the tub and just in the shower and be like oh yeah meditation time they get Sam 3 on the table, and he's ready to be woken up. So their plan is... Yes. All right. Their plan is that the rescue team expects to find a body in the crash site. Right. And they want to put Sam 3 in there. Uh-huh. And Sam 2 wants to send Sam 1, one into the Helium 3 launcher. To send him home. To send him back home. He says, what if I have to take a shit? And Sam 2 says, you'll have to hold it. And Sam 1 says, for three days. (laughs) That was funny. So this brought up some interesting thoughts for me because I was like. What if you had a poop? No. (laughs) Not about that part. Although I did start to wonder about that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So it's like. They're completely fine with sacrificing this Sam 3 that they don't know, but he's the same person as them. I don't think they were going to animate Sam 3. I think they just wanted him to bring another Sam up, Sam up that they could... Oh, uh, they could just shove pose in there? dead, yeah. Okay. Because I thought it was kind of shady that they were like, well, let's just sacrifice this dude and then uh-huh. um, we'll be fun. we can run away together and be whatever. Well, or we're... Sam one, Sam 2 was going to stay in the base and... Yeah, and do his, his three-year contract. Um, and send Sam one home. Um, I just thought it was interesting that they chose another one to be a sacrifice, even though he's the same person, basically. Well, it's because he wanted yeah. to send Sam one home. I know. I get it. I understand. he's trying to be better. I understand. I'm just saying it's questionable ethics. Okay. Questionable clone ethics. Yes, I agree. It's shady. Shady business. I mean, the whole thing is shady. It's a shady, shady moon. <laughs> shady moon times. <laughs> It's always shady on one side of the <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> um, Sam 1 has decided that he's too sick and he doesn't want to go back anyway. And he wants Sam 2 to go. Right. So, which is the right call, I think. Cause he's right. If you're going to be shady, make the right shady call. Right. I mean, he's not going to make it. He's Send the aware guy back. Dying. Leave the unaware guy in the base. And then you go and hike back out to your moon car. Exactly. Well... Have Sam 2 take yeah, you out to your moon Sam car. 2 drives Sam out to the crashed rover site. Oh, I wrote rover this time. Very good. <laughs> Instead of moon car. <laughs> Sometimes I surprise myself. Um, it's hard to call an Uber on the moon. 
<laughs> we need to go to the crashed rover, please. <laughs> um, they kind of lay in the car together and talk about their wife. Kind of take you know nice memories to think mm-hmm. about together. It's cute. This movie's like really bittersweet and really sad, and it made me really sad. Anyway, I was unex- I was not prepared for the feels. I thought it was going to be a fun horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, a fun horror movie. Yeah, or Ooh. some sort of psychological thriller. I was not expecting it to just make me sad. Well, you know, the world is here to play with your emotions. I know. But it was also fun because I had no idea what to expect from this, except that it was about clones and Sam Rockwell. Mm-hmm. So it was a fun discovery. So they talk about their wife, and then Sam 1 falls asleep. Uh, Sam 2 puts him in the rover and then heads him heads back to the base. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sam 2 gets ready to go into the H3 pod. Right, as the, uh, as the clock is counting down. Yes, counting down very intensely. There's like an hour left or something. No, we we're um, down to seconds at this point. No, not yet. Oh, okay. Um, he has a lot of stuff to do before he gets in the pot. <laughs> right, okay. So Gertie says he should re- erase his memory banks so that no one will be able to track him. Right. And at this point, Sam 3 is waking up on the table. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Sam's running around getting all of his luggage, pa- luggage, air quote, you know, <laughs> his junk that he needs, putting on his banana suit. <laughs> it's this like yellow jumpsuit that he wore and Sam one made fun of him at one point. Uh and then he he even takes the kick me sign off of Gertie's back. Yep. <laughs> and then he shuts him down. And yeah, now it's like seconds are ticking by. Right. He gets into the pod just as the rescue team arrives. Well, uh, yeah. And then And then well, Sam three wakes up and Gertie walks him through the accident as Sam two flies out of the base. You missed one thing. What? Sam, too, in the final seconds, in his final act of defiance, redirects one of the harvesters to go into a path that would collide it with one of the antenna. Oh, yeah. I, I wrote that. I just hadn't got there yet. It was my next sentence. But you put, you put the, the horse after the this car. Is, this is what happened. This is the order that it happened. Yeah, but he did that before he got in his pod. I know, but I wrote what happened because oh, you okay. see it happen afterwards. Do you? Yes. Sam, I wrote it down as it okay, happened. Okay, okay. Sam 3 wakes up and Gertie walks him to the accident. As Sam 2 flies out, Sam watches from his crashed rover. Sam 1 is still alive. He watches from his crashed rover mm-hmm. and sees the Sam 2 pod fly out. And then he goes back to sleep and probably dies. Sam 2 redirected the harvester to crash into the satellite and restored the live feed. Right. And we find out that he's actually clone 6 and he's causing a bunch of craziness back on Earth. When he gets back. Ah. That's what all that... Jibber-jabber. Jibber-jabber at the yeah. end was? I just thought it was the live feed happening. I didn't, I didn't realize it was... No, that was about him landing stuff. and him doing stuff and uh-huh. him causing a bunch of drama. Oh. And they were calling him the Clone Six. Interesting. So that meant Sam 1 was actually Sam 5 and Sam 2 was actually Sam 6. So mm-hmm. do the math there. Because I'm not going <laughs> to... Well, <laughs> six times three, 18 years. Was Sam one the original Sam? I don't think so. Actually, let me go through my fun facts. I, might, I may have written something about that. Well, Sam six does some very excited screaming as he's heading toward Earth, which I Yes, enjoyed. he does. That was funny. <laughs> so yeah, happily, not really happily ever after. It's really freaking sad. This is it a is. sad movie. It is. So, what are, what are some of these uh, facts? So, this movie was shot in 33 days on a $5 million budget, okay. which is pretty tiny. Uh-huh. Um, the film makes several references to Stanley Kubrick's 2001 A Space Odyssey. Gertie intentionally, I believe, intentionally looked and sounded similar to Hal. They also have a similar dot. Hal's is red and Gertie's is blue. Yeah, but and Hal doesn't f- move around. No, but it's still a, you know, you're alone on a base and, and it's a, it's a reference, not a direct copy. <laughs> okay. Let me say, Hal had eyes everywhere. I don't so think, did Gertie. I don't think Gertie had eyes Yeah, everywhere. Gertie had a, a little pot in literally every room. He would transfer from one to the other and follow him around. There okay. were little arms in every room. I thought there were several arms in one main thing. And it like when you would get to the portals, he would have to 
hydraulic down so his little fin that was connected to all the tracks in the ceiling could pass through mm. and then he'd come back up and he'd continue on his way well either way he was able to access he could go everywhere with him yeah he could go everywhere mm-hmm. but hal had eyes everywhere well hal was evil Shh. don't 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 bash on hal he might hear you <laughs> probably um, the name of the lunar station and was also something written on one of the mineral tubes that Sam unloads from the mining machine has the word Sarang written in English and Korean and Sarang is Korean for love. Ooh, nice. Um, this is Duncan Jones' directorial debut. He's okay. also, you may recognize him as David Bowie's son. So. Sorry. Duncan um, Jones, David Bowie. I don't see how. <laughs> well, he's just known as David Bowie's son. <laughs> just before Sam leaves for Earth, he is carrying a cylindrical object under his left arm. Uh-huh. Duncan Jones Jones says that it is a storage canister containing fifteen million dollars worth of helium three, and that selling it would allow Sam to live well on Earth over his three year lifespan. So okay, well I guess. So he's not actually gonna live. Well, my theory was maybe that because you figure they're in this confined space. And everything they're doing. So maybe they could have, because from the flashback to the other Sams, they were all having different effects. You know, the one guy has, oh, look, my hair is falling out. And sort of like, you know, maybe you've come to the final stage of cancer. And I thought maybe because Sam won the original, which I'm, in my mind, is assuming that he did go up there probably to set this whole thing up, you know, mm-hmm. to prep for the clones, to be there, to, to get everything in place, to have the DNA, to start the cloning process. Because when they were underground, weren't there I only... I actually haven't... My next fun fact is all about this. Weren't I there can only just tell you what it was. Were there five red uh, drawers? I don't remember how many there were. Because if there was a clone in it, it was white, but the red ones yeah, were yeah. empty. Mm-hmm. I thought there was only five, because I thought they were in threes. Well, then if there's only five, then that means... Sam 1 is Sam original. Yeah, exactly. And 2 was the first clone. Mm-hmm. 3, 4, yeah. 5. Let me just tell you. Okay, yes. <laughs> the original Sam allowed the company to have his genetic material taken, certain memories to be downloaded, and all of his transmissions with his wife to be used. The company gave him a heap of money, so after his three years of actually doing the job on the moon, he went back to Earth, uh-huh. his family was taken care of, and the guys on the moon took care of the rest of the job. Right. So, yes. So, Sam 1 is the original. Yes. Which means there were five wake, woke clones. Woke. So woke. So, and that means, okay, so that's, uh, so his original three, uh, which did really happen. So, you got, uh, so three, six, nine, ten, or nine, twelve, fifteen mm-hmm. was the Sam that was going to going home in two years. And daughter's age. Mm-hmm. Yes. Check that out. So Sam 6 was the fifth open drawer. Yes. The symptoms that Sam is showing and the time of their onset indicate he's suffering from acute radiation poisoning. Starting with headaches, moving on to bleeding, mm-hmm. paler skin, dizziness, and fevers. This would suggest that exposing the clones to a large dose of radiation is how the company is making them ill. So they... So see? See, now that, that just... That just Rex the other one saying in three what? years well if he's not on the base where he's being exposed to all the radiation mm-hmm. via through the food the water uh maybe they're admitting emitting low levels of radiation in the base although i highly doubt they would do that since they send people up there every once in a while so i don't think so this so i'm gonna defer to duncan jones uh-huh. rather than the random fact about oh, is that a rando fact that one was a this is what's probably happening that one was duncan jones to me, I think that they were engineered to only survive for three years, because the longer you live, the more ideas you have and the more suspicions yeah. you have. So, well, kind of, you know, I wanted to have them have them a happy life. Well, out. so that also there's, there's another thing. Um, so there's actually a follow up movie called Mute. Okay. It's a spiritual successor to Moon, and Sam is has a little cameo in it. So I don't know what the nature of that is. Which Sam? Exactly. We don't know. Okay. I haven't watched it yet. It's on Netflix. And it literally just came out February 23rd. So and Mute is on 
in space still on the moon? It is. I don't know. I didn't. I don't know anything about it. I just. Okay. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet. I didn't want to spoil myself, so I didn't now research it. Now we have it. homework. All I know is that it's a, a Duncan Jones ultimately hopes to make a trilogy of these films set in this same universe. Um, it came out February 23rd, and it stars Alexander Skarsgård, Paul Rudd, and Justin Theroux. Okay. So, I would like to watch it. I, it's on my list. Um, hey, guess what? It could what? be in our podcast. You know why? Why? Because there's a cameo by Sam. <laughs> yes. Who is, is a clone. This is true. <laughs> well, let's watch it first and see if it's actually relevant. Because <laughs> he's not even credited, so. <laughs> oh. Bummer. It said, well, it had his name in the list and cast list and said uncredited. So I don't know how big a role he plays. Maybe, he, um, maybe it's just, uh, 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 what, what do they call it? Archive footage. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Duncan Jones preferred using models to, to digital animation. Mm-hmm. He worked with Bill Pearson, who was the supermi- supervising model maker on Alien to help design the lunar rovers and helium three, uh, harvesters. Okay. The moon base was created as a full 360-degree set, measuring 85 to 90 feet long and approximately 70 feet wide. Cool. The film's robot was designed to be bound to an overhead rail with the mining base since its mechanical tether was critical to the story's plot. Right. There you go. The visual effects were provided by Cinesite, which had... Never mind. Forget the witch ass part. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't matter. Since... Jones had an effects background with TV advertisements. He drew on his experience to create special effects within a small budget. Nice. I couldn't really find any info about how they did the double stuff, but I assume it's similar to everything else people yeah. do. Small Green budget. Screens, yeah. little tennis balls. I thought balls. it was really well done. Like I didn't. It didn't. There were no moments that took me out of the experience of not believing there were two Sams. Who Who's the narrator at the beginning of the movie? I don't know. I didn't look it up. Because you know who it sounds like to me? Who? Our boy from the future in uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Which boy? I don't remember his name. Don't make me remember his name. The guy from the future. Deke? Deke. There's no... no. It sounded like Deke's voice. I hate Deke. But it sounded like his voice. Tell me. It's not... No. Who is it? Who narrates? It doesn't say. Google it. I just looked at the IMDb. It's not on there. No narrator? Nope. <sighs> Maybe it was the movie creator then. Probably. All right. Sounded deekish though. It did not sound like deek at all. You're crazy. I don't know. I'll listen. I'll also, watch. that kid is like 12. There's no way he's, he was in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. He's a baby. I should have he's a baby paid attention actor. to the year this movie was made. Yeah, this is Maybe it's Deke's dad. No. <laughs> I don't want to talk about Deke. I don't like Deke. Okay. <laughs> stresses me out. We won't, we won't talk about Deke. He's only been acting since, well, I guess he had a stint in Law and Order in 2005. Well. But then he did nothing until 2011. And okay. he has like. Oh, you're looking at Deke's page? Yeah. Okay. It's probably the quickest way to find out, right? <laughs> yes. Reverse engineer it. Well, I also looked at the IMDb for Moon and there right. was no list, so. Sorry okay um that's all i got for you that's all your fun facts mm-hmm. oh i wanted to start doing an official double count okay i don't know what that's supposed to be like how many doubles are in this movie how many copies oh there three. were three yeah there you go four if you include four the voice of the original yeah. <laughs> but he's not a copy no because he's the original right so three yeah and if you account all of the archive footage and you know that there are... So six total. Five. Or five total. Well, no. Six because they the got six. out the yeah, other Yeah, because they the other one. Yeah, so six. So, yeah. All right. I Which means our double good... count in multiplicity was three. Uh-huh. Shield and was two. Shield was two. Our double count in um, Orphan Black was... <laughs> well, it was only the pilot, so I think two. it was two. Because we saw... Yeah, so two. X-Files was... Two. Two. Well, technically four because there were two older Eves. Oh, that's right. Well, uh, Buffy was th- a double of everybody. Three older Eves. There were five. Okay. Yeah. Eve six. Right. Yep. So there's six. Um, Buffy was doubles of everybody. So 
Everyone had a double. Yep. Uh, so one one per each. <laughs> same a with, big number. Same with USS Callister. One per each. Yep. Parent Trap, two. Yep. Twin Peaks, one. Yep. Or I guess two. We'll just let's just count the person that's being doubled, or else this is going right. to be confusing. Okay. Yeah, multiplicity. What did you say? Four, three. Three, because there are only three copies. So four total. Well, the original. Are we counting the original? Yes, let's count the original. Or it's if it's be a cloning confusing. movie. Yeah. All right, then four. We're just gonna count the original no matter what. Okay. Which means there was seven then in this one, if you count the original. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Ringer two. Yep. Island. Everybody had a copy. <laughs> well, we only saw. We only saw two. Two. Are we only? Yeah, we, we saw two because we saw the ScarJo advertisement and we saw. Um, we met Ewan McGregor's double. Yeah. So that would make it four. Yeah. And then, yeah, Shield was two. Or four because of uh, Bakshi also was yep. a double with four. Talbot. Well, there you go. Sweet. We have double count now. Yes. I was like, I feel like we need a gimmick at the end of the episode to wrap it up. Okay. <laughs> Let me see, like, your double count this week was... Yeah, exactly. What was the double count this week, Brad? Six. Thank you. Seven. Now that you all heard our process of figuring this out. Seven. There was seven. We have to include the original. Seven, yes. All right, that's all. (laughs) Although the mains were three and a voice. Yes. So. We saw three. Okay, anyway. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Twitter at CDoublePod. Email us your suggestions and stories at CDoublePodcast at gmail.com. Yes, spread the word. If you like our show, please spread the word. You are the best way for us to uh, get more out there. And rate and review us on iTunes, please. Yes. And also, yeah, tell your friends. And I guess uh, until next time. I'm Stephanie Kretz. And I'm Bradford Barth. Bye. Bye. (laughs)